Welcome to the Business Design Podcast, the podcast that helps entrepreneurs design and build businesses that succeed on their own, even if you take a six-month vacation. We're your hosts, Ian, John, and Scott, and we're here to share the successes and pitfalls of many entrepreneurs like you and equip you to make daily progress in your business. This week, we're talking about the business model canvas. It's something that we've been kind of hearing and working with for the past few years now, and I've been using it since 2011 or so, when the book by Alexander Osterwell came out called The Business Model Generation. And it's been taking up the, taking the startup world by storm. And almost everybody that I know has stopped using writing business plans, but have been working on developing uh, business model canvases. So let's first get started on kind of understanding what this is about and why we think this is really useful for you to begin understanding and starting your business or to understand your existing business. Uh, Scott, how, how have you been using the business model canvas in your company? What do you like about it? Uh, and just kind of give us an introduction about it. Yeah, I was pretty excited when I first saw the business model canvas because early on in our business, I'd say maybe a year or so into starting our business, we already had customers and we were starting to grow. So one of the things that we decided we should do is all sit down and write out a business plan and figure out exactly what it is our company did, where we wanted to grow, who are our customers, what, what should our pricing be, do all the financial models, executive summaries, all all the stuff that's involved in that. So we spent a couple days starting it and we never finished. I think we ended up getting maybe five or six pages written up and realized that it was a lot of formality, a lot of work. Um, it got us talking about things, which was good. I mean, I think that was kind of the point. Uh, we weren't looking for investment or anything like that, so no no one else was going to read it but us. Um, but yeah, I, I can't say that, that the advantages were really going to outweigh the amount of time that we were putting into writing this very formal document. Now, the business mm. model canvas, on the other hand, um, you're focusing more on these value-added things that that is, it's, it's less about formality as much as talking about your actual business and how it works, how the different pieces work together. And so spending an afternoon writing out a business model canvas, having it taped to the wall, and, and someone has a marker and is up there writing down all the different pieces of that, that's, it's a lot more productive. You see that you're making progress a lot more quickly. And in the end, you have something that's nice and visual that you can understand rather than a 20-page document full of just carefully worded executive summaries and, and descriptions of your business and financial forecasts that are completely just made up. You're right. Uh, I remember the first time I actually tried to raise some money to start my first business. Uh, we wanted to do some kind of, some sort of like internet cafe when I was like early 2000s. Yeah. And the only thought we had was, oh, we have to go raise money, go to a bank or go, uh, you know, go to somebody and, and actually raise money. And every book that we bought and every, every advice that we got was write a business plan. So we literally spent like two, three nights writing a 16 to 17 page business plan with all made up projections and everything just made up. And it was a worthless document. Just... Just uh, and when we scheduled and met with a banker, they just told us that we didn't have any assets. So, you know, nice business plan, but you know, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So that was kind of like my, my first taste of business plans. And I continued living with this lie and this myth mm -hmm. that the business plan was really important. But Business Model Canvas has been an integral tool in what I do over the past three, four years now in that, um, uh, you know, it's it's been one of those tools that I've been using and my consulting practices where 
when somebody has come to me and with a new business that they proposed, um, one of the first thing I do for the first hour is that we construct a business model canvas of your idea. It's not so much that I, I'm just interested in the features of your iPhone, new iPhone app that mm -hmm. you wanted or this or that that you wanted to build um, that's going to change the world. We, we would really think of through all the different components of your business model in this very quick, concise visual tool uh, with the nine basic building blocks. And then we were able to talk through your idea, not just of the features, but also all the moving and interconnected parts of how much it's going to cost and who is it for, how are they going to find it, what kind of relationship you're going to have, how much it's going to cost, what kind of activities you got to do. All these things, it was great for us to use as our first hour of activity. And, and, and frankly, it made us more of a strategic partner than just a tactical mm -hmm. resource to a lot of our, our customers who came to us looking for advice, not just to build it, but also advice now to how to launch and bring the product to market. So we've been really using it quite a bit in our, in our consulting practices. But recently, I've been using this for every single project or new product that we're starting and a lot of the work that I've been doing with a lot of nonprofits I've been working with as well is that we've been able to modify this and actually apply it to in a church setting or a nonprofit government um, as in anything that needs a sustainable model right. something that has more income than you know yeah. money that they're spending yeah. uh, it, this has been a great way to picture the great you know the whole picture together as one yeah that makes a lot of sense i think it's even been neat for us with an existing business mm -hmm. to uh just go through the exercise of of talking through the business and writing out a business model canvas because there's things that you start to think about when you really look at your business from that angle yeah. and start looking that carefully at all the moving pieces of it where things come up that oh you know we've talked about this in the past maybe we should actually pursue this partner or this distribution channel that just kind of dropped off of yeah. our you know our roadmap um, so it's yeah, it's it's been good to catalyze that stuff. And so I, I I really want to jump on top of what you're talking about in that I found that the business model canvas really has been a great way for us to keep track of ways of capturing what is our current state of our business, mm -hmm. what is it that we do today, our current reality, and then being able to imagine by looking at different parts of our businesses, not just new products or new features, but new relationships and new partnerships, different things that we could be trying. And it's been way, it's been good for us to actually start branching out in different areas that we could be trying or changing. Another thing I think is really important for the business model canvas that makes it very, very effective is that um, Steve Blank has been a big proponent of the business model canvas, partly because it really goes well with his customer development um, uh, methodologies, where mm -hmm. he, he advocates everything that you put on the business model canvas is technically a, a good guess. It's a hypothesis and assumptions about what we believe would be a good business model. But his point is that everything on this business model canvas is a hypothesis that we need to go out and experiment on and validate. And so it's been a great uh, tool for us to keep track of what we have validated and what we have not validated. And typically over a course of anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks, we're able to um, do number of experiments validating any sticky note or any assumption that we put on the business model canvas. And it's been a great reminder that we need to get out of the building and actually talk to people and experiment rather than just uh, build a perfect 
ideal business model uh, kind of in isolation. Yeah, I think that's a good point. One of the welcome changes with the business model canvas over uh, just your traditional business plan is that it's it's so little work to really put together the structure that you don't feel bad making changes to it when something, maybe an assumption that you had turns out to not be true. So then you can go through, cross things out, change things around. Whereas with the business plan, you just spend so much time nicely crafting that that paragraph that you hate to scrap it and start over when something didn't work out. So it just, it, it's more of a, a working, you know, work in progress sort of a, a model. So, you know, in... In conclusion, I think uh, both Scott and I would agree that this is something that if you're starting out on your business or you're looking at your current business and you're trying to figure out what your next steps are going to be, Business Model Canvas is something that you should definitely take a look at. Uh, we think you'll, you'll love it. It's going to be really easy to do. And uh, we can uh, put on some of our show notes different places where you can get templates as well as places where you can find out more about the Business Model Canvas. Thanks for listening to our podcast. For a complete transcript of this episode or to find previous episodes, visit our website at businessdesignpodcast.com. Have a question or comment? Email us at questions at businessdesignpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for Business Design Podcast. And follow us on Twitter for updates between episodes.